we're back with another episode. Welcome back to another episode of The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. Don't forget to hit the download button and subscribe to our podcast where podcasts are available. Welcome back, you guys. Happy freaking New Year. Did you miss us? Woohoo! Oh, wait. Oh, that's rude. Woohoo! <laughs> Happy New Year! I have been saying for like the last six months, let's what? just make it to 2021. I feel very optimistic. It's going to be a good change. Don't know what's coming, but I feel positive about it. I am just happy 2020 is over. It's been a lot of stuff that's been going on. I like how you didn't say bad or negative. It's just been a lot of stuff. Because here's the thing. I honestly don't feel like I had a horrible year. Um, As horrible as COVID has been, um, COVID did not really affect my life because I'm a hermit anyway. So (laughs) them closing down stores, it was like, okay, they're still Amazon, whatever. Um, I mean, I couldn't find toilet paper at first, but I got baby wipes, whatever. Anyway, so I didn't have anything, um, thankfully, crazy traumatic that happened to me in 2020 um, other than just, you know, foolishness at work. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, but it actually, I look at it as a blessing. Even this, all the stuff that went on at work, it was a blessing because I, it helped me to grow and helped me to be more wise and knowledgeable about um, different processes and procedures and procedures and processes. That's an inside joke anyway. Um, and it's also a dig. Anywho, um, so yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm grateful that I'm still alive. Um, I do think I have had PTSD from 2020, just from the amount of death that I've seen and the amount of patients that I've um seen die and struggle from you know um their disease course of covid but other than that personally i've had a pretty okay year i spent my first year of full-time employment dealing with (laughs) a pandemic (laughs) well not only that you also were forced to go into another area of the hospital that you did not want to go into so it's been a while you know what this for you they get a job they say yeah being an adult they say it was a wild ride it was a lot of navigating things that i did not think i would have to deal with yeah and i only had to deal with them because of covid COVID, yeah that's very true i mean i i think 2020 definitely made me more wise in the fact of how i'm going to um carry out my 2021 and every year after this um because it taught me how how much i need to increase my passive income um you know i feel like i make pretty okay money and you know to be able to sustain my lifestyle i don't have a very um you know flamboyant flamboyant lifestyle it's very simple um and when this pandemic happened and your supervisors are like, Hey, yeah, we're going to cut 50% of you. You're like, what the hell? Uh, you may not have a job or you may. And I was like, right. bitch, I was the last one in here. I'm cut. It's me. Seriously. And then even too, like with PTO, like I took the last three weeks of the year off just to like relax. So even though we haven't recorded, this is our first time recording since what the second week in December or something like that. Yeah, something Cause we did crazy. a bonus episode last week or the week before last. Anyway, um, I've been on vacation this whole time. So my vacation started December 17th and it has been amazing. Well, not all amazing. We'll talk about that later, but, um, I did that strategically because I realized how much I try to hold on to my PTO. Like at first I used to be like, fuck it. I'm gonna take it off. Use your PTO. And then I'm like, Oh shit. Pandemics conserve your yeah, PTO. I'm- now I'm back on the track of fuck it. Use your PTO. <laughs> Cause you need that men- yeah. You yeah. need that mental pause. Cause 
I mean, I just, oh God, just dealing with people every day. Good God almighty. It's not even just dealing with people. It's like being their cheerleader and yes. advocating for them and dealing. Everyone in the hospital is in a bad mood because it's a shitty job right now. Yes. And it's a shitty time. And um, I feel like everyone's especially stressed during the holidays. Mm-hmm. This holiday for sure, because, you know, yeah. you want to see family. You shouldn't see family. There's a vaccine coming out. Should you get it? Should you get not get it? Yeah. Who are you going to see? What are you going to do? What are the kids going to do in school? Mm -hmm. presents and shit and then you're coming into work everyone's in this stressed mood yeah and you have to navigate through that and this job is exhausting absolutely everyone was off last or two this the last two weeks a lot of people have been off and i was like yep go yeah i have do you i'm telling you i told before i went to my vacation i told Alyssa and the rest of our co-workers i was like listen may god be with you may god uh, shine his face upon you and his light because uh i'm out um <laughs> i don't give a shit if this whole place burns down i am on vacation until january and i'm still not going back until this wednesday so maybe no i'm going back wednesday um but yeah, we need more content you got to come back i know right uh, oh trust me i've had enough content let me <laughs> so here here's what we're gonna do i want to find out from you how your christmas went my christmas yeah my christmas was good just me my immediate family my yeah. mom my brother we hung out together yeah that was it it was chill it was good i like i'm a big fan of the sit home and do nothing crowd yeah like find a camp i so i've been avoiding a lot of things i had to move out of my apartment i don't know if a lot of people know that and i'm wait when did you have to be out of your apartment i had by? to be out of my apartment Jan- december 31st oh, horrible timing <laughs> and the last time i moved from austin back here for yeah. clinicals it was the last week of um Dece- it was like the last month of december oh, right okay. and uh we were going to colorado for christmas yeah. that year so every freaking year it's just mm-hmm. like the end of the year and i have to move out oh um and as my mom pointed out to me recently i do this thing where i'm i'm stressed where i procrastinate like, procrastinate mm-hmm curl into myself do everything but what i need to do and she was like it's okay that you do that but we need to address it because you have i had not no. packed anything that sounds like adulthood everybody in adulthood does that yeah like that's normal behavior so <laughs> this christmas i do you know what the kardashian blanket is have you ever heard about no. that so that? um on a bunch of episodes of the kardashians they have this blanket like mm-hmm. a bunch of them have it and they're always using it and it's the barefoot dreams blanket and it's kind of expensive mm-hmm. but it's just like this blanket well the kardashian yeah. blanket so i bought one of those because mm-hmm. it was on sale that's what i did with my christmas time i just like sat on the couch didn't so, so when did you house. start actually packing don't say december 29th <laughs> so t- so i thought i was like positively impacting my packing throughout december because yeah. i would like go through my clothes and mm-hmm. take stuff to goodwill throw a bunch of trap like things i didn't want anymore away yeah I didn't realize that wasn't actually packing. <laughs> no, you're just shifting <laughs> so then, one like, pile to another. The week of, I was like, oh shit. So <laughs> my uncle had told like on the 27th, he was like, I'm going to come and we'll get all your big furniture, but like it needs mm-hmm. to be ready. So of course yeah. I was like, perfect. The day before my mom will come, we'll pack up some shit. Mm-hmm. Girl, it took all day <laughs> packing and we still weren't even packed. So oh my gosh. It, it was a lot. Yeah, my Christmas was, um, it was it was actually really good. My family actually came. It was only six of us, so we were, uh, you know, CDC guidelines. Um, everybody got COVID tested before they came to town to, to Texas. And it was just, you know, my two sisters, my mom, my brother-in-law, and my nephew. 
And I was so happy to see them, honestly, because I hadn't seen my nephew since last year, August, when we took my mom to Paris for her birthday. And then I hadn't seen my mom since December because I, wow. I went down uh, to Fort Lauderdale for, um, unfortunately, a funeral. Um, and so I hadn't seen my mom in a year. And I was just like, I need some normalcy, like all this death that I'm seeing, like I'm going through a pandemic by myself, you know, my cousin, she's here in town, but we don't hang out like that. Yeah. Um, you know, because she's a physician, so she's always at work. I'm at work and then at home. So I'm like, we live two very separate lives. And so, um, they came here in town and it was, it was, we actually had a really, really good time. Like I said, everybody got COVID tested negative. Um, and when I, when I, when they all came in town, my mom, I think it was that Monday, was it that Monday or that Tuesday? My mom, I guess she came down because she um, came down the stairs because she always wakes up earlier than everybody else. Well, my nephew first because he's three. Anyway, he has no concept of time. So I guess my mom fell down the stairs and I didn't realize it. None of us knew. So she's sitting at it my kitchen table. Own people. I'm telling you, like we're, she's literally sitting at, our kitchen, at my ki kitchen table and all of a sudden she moves and she makes this face and I'm like, like what's wrong with your foot? Like, why did you make that face when you did that? She's like, Oh, nothing. So my mom, you know, she is an avid exerciser. And so her and my sister were going to go walking in the neighborhood. And so before my sister got dressed and everything. And so my mom was still sitting at the kitchen table in her pajamas. And she's like, well, I have a confession. <laughs> and we're like, what? And she's like, um, I think I sprained my ankle because I fell down your stairs and we were so livid. Like, why the hell didn't you tell anybody you fell down my goddamn stairs? <laughs> and she was like, well, I just missed one of the steps, like the last step. And so I just sprained my ankle. So single she story homes, walk. people, single Seriously, story homes. Do not buy a two story house. Like ugh, they're so overrated. I'm telling you the next house I buy is going to definitely be a single story, but anyway, or maybe not. I'll just have an elevator. Anywho. So stair lift. Right. So then we, you know, we get on the couch and everything and I'm like doing my PT thing. I'm like, okay, let's get an ace bandage. Let's get some ice. Let's elevate it. Let's rice this bitch. Okay. And her ankle, not my mom. And so, let's ice this bitch. <laughs> right. so everything goes okay on Monday, Tuesday, I'm getting ready to put her foot in like a sits bath for Epsom salt. So I get it, get all the hot water and everything. So she's sitting on my couch and I bend down the proper way. I thought to put her foot in the sit you bath. You hinged at the back. We both know you hinged oh at the back. That is not God. proper. You did not squat. I did. I did squat. And I literally went down and Alyssa, I could not get up. And it felt like somebody had just stabbed me in my side. And I was like, what the hell? I could not get up and I could barely walk. And so now my back was out. You need a walker. Then, really with this car sorry y'all if y'all hear car it's this one car in my neighborhood it's anyway. my hot rod sorry <laughs> so then a couple days after that my sister falls down my stairs wait shut up i didn't know she fell down <laughs> what's wrong with your stairs i have no clue i've only fallen Gravity down my stairs strong. twice i've only fallen down my stairs twice only twice my what the fuck that's too many times <laughs> it really is so my sister fell down the stairs so she was limping i was like listen we have a two-person maximum injury list here so while they tell were you here, what i tell our patients you don't get a discount the more people you bring into this <laughs> no, hospital you do not so of course my nephew who's three and he's just like oh i'm at auntie monica's house let's go out and play let's do all this stuff and then he's climbing in my bed with me and he's like you want to play with monster trucks and i'm like liam i can't like my back is torn up and he's like he would just touch my back and be like okay it's good now you okay can we play <laughs> so it was a disaster like they ended up having to do everything for me and then christmas came I couldn't do any of the cooking. My mom didn't even make a cheesecake. I was supposed to do most of the cooking. And my brother-in-law didn't even make a cheesecake. Girl, I was so, she was like, well, I was not mentally prepared to be able to do it. Ma'am, you've been cooking this cake longer <laughs> than I've been alive. You're the one who taught me how to do it. So why do you act like you can't? So we had no cheesecake, but we did have like a, you know, a regular meal and stuff like that. And it, my cousin, 
um, who's a physician at the other hospital here in town. Um, she did come over and um, she baked a pound cake. Shout out to my cousin, Crystal. Thank you for making the pound cake. So we at least had some kind of dessert. So much money. I need a pound cake. Yeah, it was just, it was a disaster. So I've been going to the chiropractor, um, found out I had a herniate that I herniated one of my discs at my L5. And so I'm under the care of a chiropractor now, which is kind of funny that I'm a physical therapist. Yeah, and going to see I a heard, do you, do you beef? brawl in the streets i personally don't because i was going to a chiropractor before i even decided to be a physical therapist and i know how beneficial they are and i went on saturday and actually saw a different doctor and this man i don't know it was just the way he like Touched wrapped you. himself in my body and then like did that thrust and it just like i felt like my whole back was broken when he did it but then i was like oh relief thank you <laughs> jesus and i was like why couldn't i have seen you like the other three days or whatever so. i was listening to this podcast that was saying chiropractors have one of the worst student loan debt to um income oh yeah ratios just because all of these chiropractic schools tell them like once you get out you will be making six figures and none of them are making six well some of them like the very small percent are making six yeah. like low six figures because well, they're outpatient and the outpatient reimbursement rates are so low now yeah so they're so, making like 50 60 and they yeah. you know it's a two-year program well, do they come up with an md though or is it a do i think it's a i do not think it's an md i think it's a do but they go to they go to med school yeah no, oh, they, they go, go to chiropr chiropractor school. Chiroprac really? You're a doctor of chiropractic medicine. Oh, but don't they, they can, they can but order. But it's not a medical doctor. They can order MRIs and x-rays, which I think is so unfair that we can't do it as doctors of physical therapy, but whatever. And they can prescribe low level narcotics, which he did not give me, which I was very upset about. Um, Cause I was like, yo, can you just give me something to take the edge off? Like I, I am not a, you know, a druggie. Just give me some Norco. Okay. Norco is very simple. I'm not asking for Percocet or hydrocodone or oxycodone. Just give me some Norco, just something nice. And um, you said you're a drug seeker. He probably looked at me because I looked, I looked busted. I was ashy. I couldn't lotion my legs. I could barely even wipe my butt. I had to wipe my butt with my left hand. That's probably TMI, but potty, whatever. You need a bottom, a bottom, bottom buddy. buddy. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. So I'm still not 100%, but the show must go on. I got two more days off until I get to work on Wednesday. So um, They do a chiropractic program, but they do not have medical degrees. They don't have medical degrees, really? That's what this says. According to Healthline.com. they doctors, though. Don't they call them doctor so-and-so? No. I mean, not in the hospital setting. Hold, I think there's chiropractors in the hospital setting. Are chiropractors doctors? But they're on the holistic side, this. right? So a common myth is that chiropractors do not have a significant amount of training. I did not think that. No, they definitely have a, um, ton, a shit ton of training. They know more about the body than physical therapists. Shoot. And occupational therapists combined, probably. It's just a graduate program. I could have swore they had a doctor. Like, they were MDs. I really thought chiropractors were MDs. Uh-uh. Maybe because they just can prescribe, I mean, uh, order. I think we have friends of friends who are chiropractors. Can we get them on the podcast? Listen, we went to, I've been going to a chiropractor since I was in elementary school because um, my mom has scoliosis. And, um, Does she walk like this? No, she walks totally normal. I mean, on an x-ray, if you see her spine, you're just like, how in the hell can you walk as straight as you do? Like, That's she wrong. is S-curved. That's oh. how bad her scoliosis is. I want an S-curve surgery. Have you seen them? It's like BBL, but it's called the S-curve. They no. make your body do this. No, I just need to work out and lose fucking weight. That's it. No amount of exercise will ever make my body look like that because it's not natural and that's how I want to look. <laughs> so you want to look unnatural? 100%. <laughs> Interesting. So now that we're in a... So talking about 2020 and kind of the things that we're um, leaving behind and whatnot. I know the COVID vaccine... I'm not leaving behind plastic surgery, so stop. <laughs> you're, talking about, you're taking that into 2021 That's coming with, with me. You. That's awesome. So what about with the COVID vaccine? Like I know that everybody was in a race to... 
um, finish their COVID vaccine before Christmas and all that kind of stuff. And I know our job ended up getting the COVID vaccine and offering it to, to our employees um, on a tier basis. You know, they're doing it, doing it for essential workers, healthcare workers, all that kind of stuff first. Then they're moving to like kids. And well, I don't know if they're opening up to kids. Is it up to kids or just the elderly? I do not think we're up to kids yet, but I, I don't, I feel like I heard they, are having the issue with expired vaccines have you heard anything about that expired vaccines like they're not getting them out fast enough or they're not having mm. enough people sign up for them well i heard that people are being a lot more lax and once they get their fo first dose that some people are coming back positive with COVID oh i have seen that because too. they're because yeah. they're Cause like it's no the you second should... dose that really does exactly it. i think the first dose is like preparing your body and like the buffer and then the second dose is the real the real head honcho but um and i did hear something i don't know how true it is but i did hear things about you know um how different countries are opting out of the actual vaccine because um of different things that have come up with oh people are testing positive for hiv and all these different you know people are getting bell's palsy and um things of that nature which again we talked about on the last podcast that we recorded that you know in the grand scheme of things would you rather have turn into a zombie or have bell's palsy <laughs> cement lungs exactly or it's like oh, i'll take the bell's palsy i'll actually take neither because i don't want to deal with any of it but uh, are you planning on getting the vaccine here's the thing do I love a good drug? Yes. Pharmaceuticals, 100% me. If I take so many prescription medications, it should be illegal. Oh my gosh. Um, Duly noted. Like probably four or five years ago, I went on a homeopathic journey for myself because mm. my body was not fucking with me. Yeah. And I just had a lot of stuff going on. So I like... I'm very cognizant of balancing the prescription medicines that I need to take and cannot function without yeah. versus like all the natural things that I want. Right. I don't know that I will be taking the vaccine yet. Yeah. I just feel, and I know they've done significant research and I know millions of people have been tested, mm -hmm. but I'm just like, even regular vaccines still do crazy shit to people that you don't know. They do. Like tried and true vaccines that we have. Very true. And they think we're going to be so immunized by May that we'll have herd immunization because over 70% of the population will be well, vaccinated. Well, the thing is, I think some will hold out is what I'm trying to say. Well, the thing is too, even with the herd immunization, which I, I heard that theory as well, um, in Britain right now, they actually have another strain of covid that's so it's just like, mutating exactly and it, but it does it all the time even with the flu vaccine you have the flu shot and the flu vaccine has about 12 to 16 different strains and out of a possible hundred they just put in the vaccine you know the most common strains okay so is covid going to mutate just like the flu like the flu does and you're going to have all of these different strains and then you're going to have to revaccinize all these other mm -hmm. people so i i personally am not getting the vaccine right now um i would just rather wait a year and the only reason why and this is going to be this is going to sound really crazy because i'm a conspiracy theorist whatever and i'm okay with that you don't want to get chipped or what well not i don't want to get chipped but also too remember i am legend with will smith <laughs> And he tried to cure cancer. Cancer didn't kill the people. It was the vaccine that turned everybody into fucking zombies. If Will Smith has taught me anything. Thank you. Art depicts life, okay? And I am not going to sign up. First of all, here's what they should have did. What you should have done is that you should have offered this vaccine 
to non-medical professionals. And the reason why I say this, because if some shit pop off, <laughs> all the screwed. medical professionals are going to be screwed. Like, wow, brand new strain, but all the nurses are down. Exactly. All the doctors, <laughs> the doctors and nurses, and they, they don't give a shit about PT and OT. Like, oh, everyone's dying, but they need but therapy. <laughs> the PTs and the OTs have saved the world. <laughs> That'll never they'll fucking like, happen. Uh, they'll just die. They're fine. Exactly. We'll deal with the amputations <laughs> later. We'll deal with the subluxes. Exactly. And the, so I'm just, I'm just in a moment where I need to know more information. I need you as a scientist to know more information about this vaccine. And the fact that they have come out and said, you know, we don't know the effects on childbearing age women, you know, mothers who are pregnant, who are uh, breastfeeding and all that kind of stuff. I am still at childbearing age. And so I, my desire is to have children. And I'm just like, I don't know that you all know enough about this yet and the effects of what it will do moving forward that makes me feel comfortable. Also, too, I am an African-American woman, and I don't care how many people in the comments and in the audience say, well, they've made so many advances. Fuck you and your advances. Tuskegee, bitch. Okay? My Tus motherfucking skeegee. For the first time, we have a widespread disease, right? Yeah that has been around long enough for us to come up with a vaccine for and actually test because usually when this happens they start producing a vaccine and by the time it's ready yeah that's just gone so right. the vaccine just sits there right so it we don't no one know and like i'm not negating the people working on this exactly. or the science because i think that is a very hard job and right. i think they're working tirelessly and mm -hmm. they're smarter than i can ever hope to be but also they've never dealt with this shit before exactly they don't know what the fuck's gonna happen this shit changes all the time obviously they don't know what to they're just throwing stuff at the wall which is right. what medicine is you throw exactly. anything you can at the wall and what and sticks, sticks you sticks. go with until yeah. something else doesn't stick absolutely and so i don't want to just take what's been thrown at the wall exactly and works for a couple of you know what i exactly. mean exactly and i just think too i think you know even we talked about this on the last podcast you cannot negate the history of medicine in this country and the the deceitful practices that have occurred and all the lies pretty much. And then I think, again, my thing is as developed as we think we are as the United States of America, we already know the UK, Europe, they are far more advanced than the United States, right? Most of the articles that you find on COVID are stuff that has happened in the UK. Most of, a lot of these, you know, imperial articles and all that kind of stuff, they come from, um, you know, the UK and Europe. And Europe but my thing is if some of these other countries who have been able to eradicate COVID are not pushing for a vaccine why are we as the United States of America pushing for it so much when obviously whatever these other countries did work let me tell you something what I saw fucking Wuhan was out here partying <laughs> with no motherfucking mask on New Year's uh -huh. Eve. Okay. Like, Have you seen the videos of Australia? Yo, oh, bitch is jealous. And nobody New Zealand. is wearing masks. Japan, goddamn Korea, nobody wearing masks over there. Austra like, I if Wuhan themselves, who with the disease started out at. If these motherfuckers ain't worrying about no goddamn vaccine and ain't got no mask on, why is the United States so far behind? Because we are what you call stupid a capitalist democracy. And here's the issue. That is very Our true. Our government refuses to be like, hey, we will cover the costs. Sit the fuck at home, please, for the love of God. We yeah. will pay for what everything's on hold. We'll pay for it. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We refuse to do that. And we then on top of that, refuse to be like, okay, let's just help the small businesses. Let's help the business right. owners. No one wants to flip the bill. And everyone's 
in retaliation to that, like, hey, I still need to mm-hmm. maintain my life and my yeah. living and my home and all of these things. Exactly. So no one's wearing, everyone's trying to just go out and thought and bop and do what they need to do to keep themselves afloat, yeah. which I totally understand. And I know that it's hard money-wise, but, like, you're the fucking government of the free world. Seriously. Pay us to sit our asses at home for two weeks. Yeah. This shit would have been done. It really And, like, would've. I understand it's hard, but I'm just, like, people don't want to stay at home because they want to make money and do all these things. And yeah. businesses keep running. And when businesses keep running, people mm-hmm. want to go out and still enjoy the businesses. Yeah. The I don't. Because been- I'm, I'm a introvert anyway, so I don't like people. You are. So I'm just, like, all of these places that are eradicating, China is a fucking, they were just, like, we will kidnap you and kill you if you don't stay at home. It's very true. Communism and- works. <laughs> Australia and New Zealand were like, we'll give you all the money, please, for the yes. love of God, everything shut down. Yes. And we just didn't want to do either of yeah. those things. And it was such a, I feel like if these, again, you cannot tell me that the United States of America, as amazing as we think we are, again, we're dead last in a lot of different things and dead first in a lot of different horrible things. So, you know, we're not that amazingly special. But the reality is that all these other countries who have these amazing and brilliant scientists, we, if they are opting out of the vaccine, I think that that should make american people look at it too to say what are we not doing like you said we're not sitting down and and i i hope and i know this is gonna sound really weird and a lot of people may not agree with me but i hope that when joe biden gets in office he shuts this whole shit down for another 14 days i hope we go into another lockdown will he pay for it if mitch mcconnell bitch ass is no longer the majority leader in georgia y'all got a goddamn runoff on tuesday your bitches better get to the goddamn polls okay <laughs> january with a mask 5th on. with a mask on six feet apart i don't even give a damn if you're standing right on top of each other your ass is already back to goddamn partying <laughs> but georgia y'all I, listen y'all bailed us out of this election the first time back in november we need you again georgians please go out and vote so mitch bitch ass can no longer be the, the senate majority leader and y'all can maybe get y'all to yeah i just we work in medicine and i know how doctors work and a lot of the time it's like um you know okay for instance you don't watch formula one but i do so you don't really know anyway mercedes (laughs) is like the top of the top of the top they spend like 500 million dollars on their car a year Mm -hmm. and there's these other smaller teams right so the issue is their car is the best it's super fast Mm -hmm. they can do all the shit well when they have a problem they have a huge team so they're like hey everyone work on this everyone come up with six suggestions whatever mm-hmm. looks like the best let's just fucking go for it yeah the smaller teams have to be like we got to narrow it down to what the fuck it is and hope that's right and just go yeah and that's what i feel like we're just like hey whatever's working right now let's just fucking run with it we're just idiots and i think you know what too i think it goes back to the fact that the united states of america we are such a privileged com- uh, uh country and we are so entitled. I mean, the fact that the government is, even if you think that they're not trying to save your life, right, which we know they're just only looking out for themselves. However, if they're literally saying, wear a mask, the scientists are saying, wear a mask, there's global warming, blah, 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 and you motherfuckers are, it's not my right, it's my right to not not have to wear this. Okay, so you worried about not wearing a mask, but you are forced to have car insurance, you are forced to have health insurance, you are forced to have homeowner's insurance, you are forced to have all of these different things, obey the fucking law, of the land you can't commit crimes motherfucker you kill somebody your ass is going to jail so you're okay with all these rules and regulations but as soon as somebody tell you to put something on your face to protect you and your family all of a sudden oh god damn it that's where i draw the goddamn line like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, that makes no sense. You, I mean, the, the amount of people that I have seen on camera, all these Karens and Kins, 
with their, I'm not wearing a mask. I just want to buy my stuff. Okay, I'm not going to argue with you, Karen or Ken. I'm not. I'm just going to get your ass fired and you're going to get the hell on. It's just such an interesting time in history because it came at like the transition of a very tumultuous presidency yes. and this height of social media that we've never seen mm -hmm. before. And yeah. we we finally have access to like, oh, okay, it's a pandemic, which means global. We right. know we can see what's going on here at mm -hmm. home and we can see what the fuck they're doing on the other side of the world yeah. and we can see the difference. Exactly. And that's not happened before because you didn't have that reach. So now people are like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. And I would like to think it would make people, you know, just be like, whatever I need to do to get this shit over exactly. with. But I think everyone was just like, well, we'll just hold it together for a vaccine. Oh, well, they're going to have a vaccine, a vaccine, a vaccine. Not thinking. The vaccine is not going to be I, a cure all be all. Like it's yeah. not a, it's not a cure. A vaccine is preventative. It is not a cure. Like you can't go to the hospital and then you have COVID and all of a sudden they can just give you the vaccine and now you're cured. That's not how it works. So even people who are getting the first dose and then are testing positive for COVID, not because the vaccine is not working, but because maybe you were around somebody, you were re-exposed re again or whatever the case may be because you let your guard down because you're like, oh, well, I'm vaccinated now. No, you're actually not. Like, there's two doses. You have to finish all that shit. Just like even when you talk about antibiotic resistance, okay, if they give you 20 pills, bitch, take all 20 of the motherfucking pills. Stop trying to, oh, 10 pills, I'm fine now. Now you're building up resistance. Like, yep. And I just think there's been this just huge dichotomy of left and right. There's these people oh, yeah. not leaving the home, yeah. not doing anything, so afraid of this disease. Mm -hmm. There's people on the complete other side that are like, fuck this. We're not wearing a mask. We're not doing any of that. We're yeah. living life the same. And there's everyone in the middle that's trying to like find some semblance of normal. We'll see mm -hmm. and whatever's going on and now i feel like people make them feel bad about it mm -hmm. or we can't believe you're not getting the vaccine we can't yeah. believe you're still going out and seeing people we can't believe you're doing this yeah I, I think that people who try to make people feel bad about not getting the vaccine you just should go to hell that's just number one um because again you are not me and i am not you mm -hmm. and so you cannot judge me based off of the fact that I don't want to get a vaccine. Um, and I'm not going to judge you based off the fact that you do want to get a vaccine. I think everybody, cause even too, like I said, I've had family members that have asked me like, oh, are you going to get it? Are you going to get it? I'm like, listen, my decision for my personal life is my personal business. You should not base what you're going to do off of my decision. Um, because you may think, oh, I have more knowledge about it to a degree. I may, but I may have, I have more knowledge about the the detriment of COVID, not necessarily the people who can come in and be super fine and great. I'm working in the ICU, so I'm seeing the worst of the worst of the worst. And so I'm on the death spectrum, unfortunately, <laughs> of COVID. But I have been on the other side of the spectrum where you have these 20-year-olds, 50-year-olds, 90-year-olds who come in and they're perfectly fine. They go home in 24 hours, you know? Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm never that person that's going to tell people you should get it or you shouldn't. You just have to discuss the risks, the benefits, the pros and the cons with your provider and make the decision of where you want to, you know, whether or not you want to get it. I just know me as a personal, in my own personal life, I just don't feel like they know enough about the after effects of this to make me want to jump out and go get it you know i feel like i've been fortunate enough um thank thank god that during this entire pandemic um when i did test for COVID, i tested negative thankfully um could i have gotten it earlier on possibly did, did I you feel swab anything? yourself no they swap girl i wish i swapped myself I, no. to touch my goddamn Here's brain yesterday i was at walgreens now there are two lines at my drive in walgreens the line closest to the actual window is for yeah. covid tests the other lane is for prescription medicines where i was oh, wow. so they hand you this is just at the walgreens that i saw 
they put the swabs in the little pull-out mm-hmm. drawer shit, and then she tells you what to do. And these people are swabbing themselves. And she I don't did think th- that's this. Accurate. Is what it was. Listen, turning my head to the side. I yeah. said there is no way in hell that that swab reached no. her fucking sinuses where you I know that COVID mucus. hides. You need yeah. mucus. And so I was like, I know all these tests are fucking wrong. Yeah, because they are. Do you remember the hospital when all this first started and we were getting false negatives because yeah, we they were. weren't going deep enough or yeah. they weren't, you know, they were doing weird shit mm-hmm. and they were all saying 70% of the tests, that's it, that are accurate. Yeah. And it depends on the person swabbing. And so now I'm like, there's probably people walking around who think they're negative. And they're really positive. And rightly so because they got a negative result. Exactly. So I'm just like, there's nothing. If you're going to get it at this point, you're going to fucking get it. And yeah. you know the risk and you know the things you can do to mitigate your risk. Right. And if you're not doing that, you have to have a realistic expectation that exactly. you're going to get COVID. Yeah. And I think I just, just for me too, I, like when I got tested, like I said, the girl tried to touch my brain, but she didn't do the, <laughs> the little small Q-tip. Just it was the, the thicker one. Yeah. It was a thicker one, but she was still trying to touch my brain with the thicker one. I was like, ma'am, it ain't going to go no more. Like there's a nausea, <laughs> there's a bone there. Like what the hell? That is frontal. I was just like, low. do you want to get punched today? I think you want to get punched in the face and I'm, I will gladly do it. But anyway, um, but I think too, even, you know, with a lot of holistic uh things that i've been doing just even just vitamins you know taking vitamin, your multivitamin vitamin, your vitamin d, d3 vitamin c. yeah about your vitamin c i'm not really like big on zinc like that because i think people look overboarding with the zinc and i'm like zinc could be a great thing for your body Makes but it could tummy all, hurt thank you zinc could be if you take too much zinc that is not healthy so be very careful with your zinc intake i'm not saying don't take it but i'm just saying just don't overboard it you know your magnesium i've been taking my you know echinacea my moringa my cranberry my black seed oil you know stuff like that just trying to um and and trying to decrease my dairy intake as well because you know the more mucus you get and then laying prone like i I can't lay prone right now just because my back but um i tried and i almost got stuck so (laughs) i couldn't turn back around so on a lighter note we're in 2021 happy new year everybody what are some resolutions or things that you would like to see that you're going to do in 2021 to make it better than 2020 i don't believe in resolutions okay interesting so what are you some things you're going to do i'm going to do the things you know <laughs> I, <hate> you. <laughs> I feel i don't know if this is because i'm adult and adult and, I'm not adult. And I'm an adult. And, a, <laughs> and an adult. <laughs> I'm drunk, sorry. You're not even drinking. Oh, you're drinking that twisted tea. Twisted tea. Yeah. Poo. Don't get um, in the face. <laughs> I'm fucking hit you with it in the face. I don't know if it's because I am an adult now yeah. or because this year has been fucking crazy. Yeah. I feel more I feel more settled into myself as a person. Oh, that's good. Yeah, as like a human being. Yeah. I feel like I'm finally just like mm-hmm. so I think we're just gonna roll with that. I told my trainer that I think I'm almost to the point where I may be ready to start talking about a meal plan. <laughs> I don't want to put that on myself. I don't want to cement it. So you mean to tell me you've been wasting money paying this lady twice a week and she ain't gave you no goddamn meal plan? She gave it to me. <laughs> I did not follow it. I told her, I was like, listen, I'm here for one thing and one thing only. <laughs> Get my ass in the gym, kick my ass. <laughs> we'll talk about Melissa. a meal plan. Later. <laughs> I just can't do it. I couldn't oh do I'm not going to say God. that. I couldn't do it, but this is the year when I really like buckle down. Okay. I needed to get used to it and just working out on a consistent basis before I was like, and you're not going to eat. And da, 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 da. Gotcha. Yeah. Cause you'll be very hangry most of the time. Yeah. Cause the thing, the problem is that I only eat when I want to eat. Yeah. So I don't eat very often, but no, I, eat, you like, don't. I eat like shit when I do eat. Yes, you do. So, and I can vouch for that. Yeah. So like I won't eat all day and I'll have Chick-fil-A for dinner. Yeah. And her meal plan was like a fuck ton of food compared to what I do eat now. Mm-hmm. And I was just, when I started, I was like, girl, I cannot. She was like, well, you have to start here because I'm going to cut it. And I was like, 
It's not my lifestyle right now. So <laughs> it's not what Jesus called me to do. <laughs> yeah, I, it isn't. He knows me. I know the Lord. I walk with him. So yeah, this is oh my, gosh. I feel good. I'm not going to say like, this is my health journey, but I feel like I want to be healthy and strong, especially yeah. with everything going on. Yeah. My big goal is to buy a house this year. Cool beans. Woohoo. Party at Alyssa's. Woo, woo. Oh, yeah. If you're in San Antonio, Texas, don't stop by. I was going to say, girl, don't open yourself up to scrutiny now. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I feel like that's my big girl move for the year. Yeah. Um, I want to just do, I want to, tr- I cannot wait to travel. Cannot wait. How, I mean, where are you trying to go? It, literally anywhere. anywhere. <laughs> I, we, so like my friends and I usually take like a couple trips during mm-hmm. the year and I feel like we're all just yeah and see i'll go anywhere i'll do anything take me to freaking podunk i don't care i just gotta get on the road and out of here yeah so i'm excited to travel just do stuff just i want everyone to be happy and super appreciative and grateful of their life and the year and their health mm-hmm. and i know that'll last until like february and everyone's gonna be like fuck this year if we're still Next doing week. yeah <laughs> but i'm just excited to have a new year i want everyone to feel better than what the fuck we were doing for the last yeah i feel you know the feelings in march when it was the beginning of quarantine and everyone Mm -hmm. was like let's just pull it together everyone yeah we're here we can do it i I mean because quarantine sounded fun in the beginning you were like what we could just get all this junk food and just stay at home but of course our asses were still at work so we were like "Mm, yeah that was super cool so Yeah. yeah it's gonna be a good year i have high hopes yeah. let's i feel like we're gonna keep doing the podcast i'm excited about that yeah hopefully we don't get canceled i don't think we will if we haven't after this year i think we're, yeah, we got, we're like, like 15 episodes in we're if it hasn't happened by now you've been cutting but, the bad shit so. yeah exactly that's why i do all the editing yeah do you have re- are you a resolution gal um i'm not a resolution gal but i am a vision board gal so Ooh, I i've been my... considering a vision board lately so i do a vision board every year usually and i don't have resolutions but i do have intentions and so um every year i try my best to be intentional about uh, specific things in my life uh career-wise relationship-wise um you know, financial wise, all that kind of stuff. And so this year for me, um, I'm continuing to say no. I'm very good at saying no to everybody. I don't did you care read who the you book? Are. No, I'm just very good at saying no. I did no. read the book. I still can't say no. I've been saying, I think no was probably my very first word, even as a child. Um, so I, I'm intentionally continuing being mean and saying no. Um, one thing that I am going to be intentional Maybe about this should this be your year of yes, a la no, Oprah. No, definitely not. Um, only if there's uh, my husband involved. Yes to you, if everything. <laughs> um, but I am, you know, being intentional about my weight loss journey, um, trying to get back fit because um, this this vacation, and especially with my back, you know, have, learning that I have a herniated disc now is definitely putting things into a, pers- a different perspective because um, my body is my livelihood. And if I lose my body, then I have Dude, no That's livelihood. why I started working out because yeah. they shucked me to inpatient rehab and well, I was like, I cannot lift these people like here's that. Here's the thing. I was working out at the beginning of the year. Remember January and February? I was I going hard. And then the pandemic happened and the, February through March, I was going hard religiously every single day. And I was checking in with our coworker, CC, and she was like my accountability partner. And I was going super hard and all of a sudden my back went out and now that i now i realize i was aggravating my bulging disc and now it has herniated and so um i'm just being very intentional about dropping at least 100 pounds this year that's my goal holy moly yes, i, I love that for you let's draw let's do like a little thermometer where you color in yeah, each pound absolutely i would also like to lose 100 pounds okay i think you'll look sick if you did that wouldn't that be so, fun i no. want to be gone i want them to look at me no. and say she's sick 
you're weird. I can't. <laughs> no, it'll be fun. We can do it together. No, I just well, you, well, we could definitely lose weight together. Um, but I'm being more intentional, even to in friendships and relationships. Um, you know, creating more boundaries as well. Being consistent. I think that's the biggest thing. Um, I'm a very consistent person, and so inconsistent people aggravate the shit out of me. Um, and so, but sometimes I do allow inconsistent people to be around me, um, just because of you know it's just familiar to familiarity relationship. But the reality is that um, I can I can no longer have room in my life for people who are just inconsistent. I just can't. I think my overarching goal for this year is that I would like to be more present in my life. You don't feel like you're present now? No, I feel like I'm watching myself live my life all my time. Really? I like literally escape my body all the time and i'm just like hovering in astro space that must be pretty relaxing though sometimes uh it's the only <laughs> way i can cope with getting through the day because yeah. everything makes me anxious yeah um so but i feel like i'm just like i don't remember there are huge parts of my life that i just don't remember there's huge parts of my day and my week that i don't remember I'm i think just like i think when you've seen as much as we see as we've seen in our life like i think there's a normal level of dysfunction that you grow up with right mm -hmm. and that you deal with but then when you work in a particular career where you see death all the time it's like you're functionally walking around with ptsd and you just have to learn how to pocket that shit in different yeah. areas <laughs> to get through the day because i think if anybody else in my own personal life saw as much death as I saw and how much craziness that we see all day with our patients coding and all you know all kind of crazy shit I don't think that they would be able to survive in the vein that we do um and even on top of that dealing with death and then dealing with horrible stuff at work i.e leadership or just you know other things that we deal with it's it's insane it's like how have we not lost our minds and like run a fucking muck yeah i'm queen of avoidance in general like yeah. i love to just push shit down i'll yeah. deal with it later it eventually dissipates and then i don't have to worry about it again Mm. and uh see i'm the opposite see that's why I that's right why there. this job works for me because i'm like eh, push down push down <laughs> and when i my friend started working acute care mm -hmm. um and she was in the icu and she was like it was when i was doing my clinical oh, okay and she was like i don't know how you do this every day and i was like you push it down you just suck it up you just learn to like it's not you separate the emotional from what you have you do. to do because if you think about it all the time it'll kill you it really will like you you literally walk out of these patients room and you're like i know you're gonna die within like a day or two and you're just like you did so great yeah, i have to act like you're not about to kill the fuck over i have to act like i'm not so scared that your heart rate just dropped to 45 <laughs> and that it, i meant for that to happen and from it's 144 yeah <laughs> And so I feel like this year with everything going on, I've just, it's been like an exceptional amount yeah. of me just like skipping away in my brain to do yeah. something and leaving my body well. And I just, that's not how I want to live my life. No, I think this year I am going to go to a psychologist. I do want to go to therapy. I think therapy is so great. Therapyforblackgirls.com. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Do they just tell you like if they have like a, a black therapist like near you? Oh, yeah. I need to go plug them again therapyforblackgirls.com let's do it i need to sign up because i think therapy is so healthy and you know african americans we are just in this realm of just give it to god and go to sleep no <laughs> god and therapy okay they both work let's yeah. be very clear um but i do want to go to a therapist just just because i think it's healthy to talk about these things i mean it, it's great to talk about i feel like we as co-workers we talk about this stuff all the time and we get to process that stuff out but then there's other stuff that's behind it as well um just you know just again things that you've grown up 
with, things that you've seen your parents do, religions you've been brought up on, you know, traditions, morals, values, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. Um, so I, I definitely do want to, I need to see for my insurance. Um, I think we, have, we do have mental health coverage you do. and how it's pretty of, good. I'm not sure, but I think we do have something and it's not yeah. bad. I'll t I don't, I need to see a therapist. I have not. Yeah. My problem is I don't want to do the work of looking for one and then I don't like them and then I have to find another one. You know, I have to shop for therapists. Yeah. I definitely do want to go to, I, I do want to go to a black female because I feel I like, um, I, I just think that you, there are certain things that psychologists can identify more with mm -hmm. when you're in your particular ethnicity and race and all that kind of stuff. So, um, I definitely do want to find an African-American woman. Um, well, like I can't have anyone that looks like my mom because I ignore my mom, and I would just ignore anyone that looks like her. Like I can't have some blue, like blue-eyed, blonde-haired lady telling me shit because I'm be like, yeah, that's just what my mom said. Your mom's gonna kick your ass. She probably is. She's like, you never listen every time. She's like, you know what I say happens, and you never listen. I yeah. refuse to listen to her. It's because you're too close to her. It's like, yeah. you know, you you know the stove is hot, but when your mom says it, it's just I'm oh, like, she whatever. Know what she's talking about exactly. And then as soon as somebody else says, you're, oh my god, why did you tell me it was hot? Oh my god, mom, they said the stove was hot. And she's it like, you her bitch. I yeah, told yeah. you that. 30 years ago <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like i would need someone who i don't know there's just a vibe you need a okay yeah. on insecure molly's therapist yeah that's yeah. the vibe i want yeah i wouldn't mind somebody who's like i honestly don't know that i would want a boomer a baby boomer just yeah. because their values and morals are very different from from the millennials yeah, but i don't want someone my age i don't want someone my age either i think somebody like five or ten years older than me would be good um so they're like generation z no, X. They're boomers because you're old. No, there will be. No, I'm not old. I'm only 36. <laughs> um, there will be Generation X. Generation X. Yes. Somebody Chemical X. Did you ever watch Powerpuff Girls? No. No. I mean, I watched it a couple times. Chemical but not enough to know. X. Okay, never mind. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that was definitely one of your. I was probably in high school when that came out. Awesome. But, <laughs> but yeah, so um, I definitely did that. That's going to be my thing. I need to do my vision board for this year, though, um, for my financial goals, my relationship goals, my um, love goals, all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know what I'm also too going to be doing this year? I'm going to be doing more manifesting and taking my manifestations seriously. Because I think I was, I looked at it and I wasn't really, I didn't really do as much research on it. And I was just like, okay, you just repeating the same thing. Okay, I talk to myself all the time. What's the difference? Dope. Yeah, but I, I'm like, I talk to myself all the time and repeat stuff. So what's the difference between that and manifest, manifestations? But it literally is the way you talk and not hoping and wishing, but declaring things, which is what, you know, I've been doing as a Christian anyway, but not really taking it seriously. So um, my manifestations will be on point this year. So. Yeah, I need a manifestation journal. That's what Sean Mendez does. I, I, you know, I started bullet journaling last year and I love bullet journaling. I just, cause I can't sit for long periods of time right now because of my disc. Um, I can't do my journal right now. So, so I'm going to do an audio journal. Have you ever thought about doing that? An audio journal? Yeah. Say less. Yeah. Do an audio journal. That's, That's what I started doing. I've never thought about that in the entirety of my life. Yeah. I, cause I, I used to is write. Is that not what this podcast is? Pretty much. It's just, you know, you have an opinion of somebody else and you're putting it out to the world. But I, I do that on a regular basis because I have very vivid dreams. So that's why I always sleep with my phone near me because when I first wake up, if it's a very vivid dream that I've had, I will audio record what ha actually happened in my dream. And then later on, I'll re-listen oh, to it and write it down. I put it in the notes. Yeah. Yeah. But you can do that. Interesting. You should think I haven't been dreaming journal. a lot. I take a lot of medicine to sleep, so I haven't been dreaming a lot. <laughs> I take a lot of medicine it's blocking everything all the time. Yeah. yeah. Cause I just like wire myself during the day and I'm yeah. like, I need to shut it off at night. I had a dream about my dad the other night. I just can't remember exactly what it was, but he was somewhere in the dream and it wasn't like a bad dream. That's nice. Um, so yeah, my dad comes to visit me. Um, pretty, I would say pretty frequently, um, in my dreams. So dreams freak me out because my mom and my Nana will always have very vivid dreams about people and yeah. then shit will pop off. 
That's how some sometimes mine are like that. Mine it would pop stuff would pop off when I was a kid, or like when I was in high school. Things that I would have dreams about would come true. Um, in adulthood, it doesn't happen as much. Um, but like even when my sister was pregnant with my nephew, I knew she was pregnant because I had a dream about her. But I had a dream she had a girl, and so um, no, I didn't. I'm sorry, I lied. I I dreamt that she had a that she had a boy. My cousin, I dreamt that she had a girl, um, and then she unfortunately ended up having a hysterectomy. But anyway. <laughs> I had a so dream, that dream you was had way a girl, off. but instead, <laughs> I know it was way off. So, anyway, but yeah, so I dreamt that my sister was pregnant, and she didn't know she was pregnant. I was like, "You're definitely pregnant." Anyway, she found out she was pregnant. Yeah, let's get more in tune with the psyche this year. Okay, I'm, I don't do a voodoo now. No, I don't fuck with voodoo yeah, either. No. I don't fuck with spirits. I <laughs> no. genuinely unless it's the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hello. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But yeah, so that's going to be our 2020. I think 2021 is going to be an amazing year because we're going to make it an amazing year. Two and one is three and three is six. See, that's the problem with y'all people. Stop trying to always find some <laughs> shit because the numbers add up divided by 25. It does. What's your life attitude? number? Mine's seven. What's your what? Your life number. Your life path number. What you is know that? What that is? No. How do I find that out? What is see, You have to that, add the. That's your, that voodoo stuff. It's no. not voodoo. It's fun. Come no. on. A life number? It's a life a life path number. We'll talk about it later. All I know is that the number of, the number of seven is the number of completion. Eight is new beginnings. Exactly. Uh -huh. In the word of God. <laughs> uh -huh. I don't know which one belonged to me. They all belong to me. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Praise. Because as for this house, we, we serve, serve the Lord. Lord. <laughs> Amen. But yeah, so I'm excited to see what 2021 is going to bring. Um, anything for the rehab corner since you were actually at work the past two and a half weeks and I was at home chilling so, and in pain? In terms of rehab, I would like everyone to know we are both the, what is the word I'm looking for? I'm not sure. We are both proponents of we don't practice what we preach very true so we're hypocrites as much that i don't want to say hypocrite i no. wasn't trying to call no we're definitely the hypocrites. Pot of kettle it's okay but uh so i will tell you to stretch i will tell you to do your home exercise program i will yeah. tell you the many ways you can benefit your life and i will personally do none of them because who has the time um so they're really cute. Thank you. We are, I'm super tight. You are also tight. I never yes. stretch. So we decided to go to the stretch lab together. <laughs> yes, I've been talking about it for a long time because I have the tightest hamstrings you've ever seen. Yeah, she does. Bounce a quarter off those hamstrings. Like um, worse than men. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I was watching these TikToks about how when you have past trauma, you store it in your hips. And I was like, my life's traumatic. That's what it is. But that has nothing to do with your hamstrings. Yes, it does. Um, <laughs> you wouldn't understand because you didn't almost fail anatomy three times, but I do. So we, I went, to, once. <laughs> we went to the stretch lab together to get stretched. They do like an intro session. They kind of talk to you. Of course, we did it together because God forbid we do anything alone. And it was fun. It was a fun life-changing event Th this is before i found out i had a herniated yeah tennis. we loosened her up before <laughs> before she really fucked up her back oh gosh but a, i didn't really like i knew i was tight like yeah. i know i don't stretch very much but i work out so i right. i know that i'm tight but holy moly you were struggling i it was it was hard y'all yeah it was i would recommend it to anyone i don't think like sometimes you just need someone to stretch you out the same way the same way you need someone to massage you or i know i haven't seen collington chiropract you yeah you, these people are amazing shout out to nico and ariel that 
stretch zone yes they were amazing and then Alyssa, like they, they do a system where it's like a three a five and a seven let me tell you i got a glimpse no. of what the fuck it's like to be one of my patients and i don't <laughs> know how miserably. they do it she did not follow the directions the, the lady told her you let me know if i'm giving you a three which is like light stretch no five I... is like taking you there and seven is the overpressure this girl is going and she uh uh, uh, I can feel it. She's like, you were supposed to tell me. And she's like, uh, I did, did not, you know that Monica? I'm like, yes, because I, I heard the direction. I the system. I heard we're going to give you a three, a five and a seven. It didn't click in my head that how would she know what's my three, my five or my seven. So she had my fucking leg back behind my ear, which like is super cute. But when you have hamstrings that naturally only stretch 25 degrees off right. the ground, it ain't fun. And my hip felt like it was about to fucking pop out of its socket. <laughs> And she was like, oh, is that too far? And I was like, I'm about to die. Yeah. And she was like, well, you're supposed to tell me when it's a three, a five or a seven. And then she looks over at me and she's like, wait, did you know that? As Monica has her fucking head, her <laughs> knee behind her head. I'm like, oh, did you know that? Because my hamstrings are actually very loose. I don't have, but I do have very tight glutes. Like, I'm sorry, weak glutes. I mean, my butt's tight, but my glutes are very Bounce weak. a quarter out there. I know my butt is so huge. Oh my God. Sometimes when I'm even, never mind. I have a huge ass. It's just ridiculous, but I need to shape it up. That's part of the problem. That's what we're going to do. But anyway, I would recommend it to anyone. It was a great time. Take a friend. That's what I did. It worked out really well. <laughs> yeah. It just, I felt so much better after. I need to keep going and be consistent with that. Let me yeah. add that to the. I was going to go back. Um, and then the guy actually called and was like, hey, are you guys still going to come back? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, "Uh, yeah, my back went out. So I don't know if I'm going to do that. So I wonder too, if them stretching me in the way that he stretched me if he added to not that it was his fault or anything like that but if it just like brought it to a head i'm sure it loosened you up in a way that when you did anything else it just yeah because like, i felt like like the whole week my back was already tweaking and i was like, oh my god i'm just waiting to get to vacation and so i can just relax and it, my back was hurting so bad and then we did like our little thing for Quintha for her last day and then um, i was cleaning up and stuff and um, I, like I said, I just felt my back tweaking the whole time and I was just trying to hold out because I was like, okay, once my family gets here, I can just relax and do nothing. Uh -huh. That did not work. So yeah, um, I spent New Year's struggling on the couch, like a, um, as Anderson Cooper would say, um, like a fat turtle on my back. When he called Donald Trump. Oh my God. But yeah, yeah the only disaster. thing rehab wise, I've had a lot of kooky, just no one in the ICU because you know how you go through waves and flows yeah. peaks and valleys all that shit in the icu where like people would be so mobile mm -hmm. all of your patients you're like god damn you're up walking around you're doing something with everybody yeah you can never find a recliner because everybody's appropriate to be up in the chair mm -hmm. and then you go through periods where you're like shit can i just get one person further than the edge of the bed <laughs> everyone's heart rate's going they're throwing up oh, all of this shit so we've had one of those weeks where no one i literally had eight evals and i think two people stood um, oh my god but we have this man who just came in they think he's transient no one he's kind of young he's like 40 years old mm -hmm. he had fasciotomies to both of his legs and they did like a some kind of repair to his heart mm -hmm. that i can't remember but we go in there and he's just like you know how drugs make you out of it yeah but it was like more withdrawal drugs mixed with mm -hmm. whatever sedation they put him on gotcha so he kept answering my questions and he would be like, but I'm not disabled. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, did you use a walker cane? No, but I'm not disabled. Just like shit like that. Oh, okay. Then it took us like 40 minutes to convince him that we were going into chair mode. 
get him into chair mode starts freaking out starts trying to pull himself out of the chair oh pull God. himself all these ways he's like you gotta stop you gotta you gotta fix me you gotta fix me you gotta put me right put me right so i'm like all right i'm going down with the chair he's like no so just confused out of his ass and yeah. this took like fucking 40 minutes and i was like i don't have the patience yeah i um even on vacation one of our our wonderful speech therapists um who i love to death she sent me this text message of one of our other patients who oh she has been in our hospital for like you might as well say a fucking year and um she's like she took a picture and she's like so-and-so's asking for you she got admitted i was like oh my god why the fuck is she back <laughs> i was like prayerfully she gets discharged before i get back that lady she literally should be dead i mean she is coded so many times and um i mean it was good to see her because she actually looks really really good um and then we saw um was it the ball? It was the ball. It wasn't me. <laughs> so then, um, too, one of our, um, Cointa told me that one of our COVID patients who, um, the 16-year-old that he ended up, or he was supposed to get his lung transplant yesterday, and that his, um, I guess, when he got transferred to another hospital, that his mother was saying, like, oh, well, yeah, we really want him to recover off ECMO and blah, 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 because he's supposed to be going to this hospital to get better, like, rehab. And I was just like, excuse the fuck out of us. Like, they forget. But I think to... What, what, here's my question. To everybody what rehab is like... What the fuck else do you think these fucking therapists are going to do for you that we haven't already done? We, when we get you, you're you're like to Jesus's hand. I know. You have one hand we in walk Jesus's you back. hand. You are looking at the light, staring Seriously. at it, and we grab your hand tenderly and say, no, we we're over here. You we're going to walk the, the other light. way. And these patients and their family members have the fucking audacity to say, oh, well, we're going to go here and get better therapy. Fuck you, then. Because to everyone, therapy God is damn. like treadmills, bikes, weights, those things. They don't understand that. That's why I try to explain it to family members, but it gets really fucking old and I don't do it a lot. But I have to be like, hey, when you're in the ICU, sitting up on the edge of the bed is therapy. It's therapy. Getting to the chair is therapy because you cannot do much more. You barely even want to get, as soon as we come in the room, you got a fucking attitude and be, uh-huh, can you just come uh -huh. back this afternoon? You really think that a, pay, that a, a hospital who has a world-renowned lung transplant center is gonna listen to these fucking excuses they ain't gonna hear uh -uh. that shit i'm like the first weight you have to carry is your body thank weight. you we're the ones who are preparing you yeah. to even be able to to qualify to get transferred but to these we facilities. are not real therapy because we're not inpatient therapy oh we don't God. have them up walking around doing heavy weights and burpees and shit we're not running a crossfit out yeah, of the fucking no, hospital because i'm not doing that shit either and then what was so funny was um the first the new season of 600 pound live came out and i missed the episode but our co our former co-worker Quinta, she texted me <laughs> screenshot where the person got, I guess got surgery and then on the caption it was like oh this is Samantha's PT nurse bitch what the fuck is a PT nurse PT nurse TLC <laughs> I want your asses to do better we are not fucking nurses and that's no disrespect to nurses but god damn it I don't work hard enough to be a nurse I really don't well I mean we do way more lifting we do a lot people, we do I, a lot that's the thing for me but I'm not stuck like, at the bedside yeah because I was talking to someone the other day because I was like, yeah, I chart Fucking in the morning. PT nurse my ass. <laughs> I sit in the morning and chart review. Could take me 30 minutes, but it takes me longer. <laughs> I have to make <laughs> I got to wake myself up. I got to have coffee. I got to yes. really figure out what the fuck's going on. I'm only on the floor for like four hours, truly. But, that, but, but you're when you're heavy, but when you are deadlifting. <laughs> 
that's a lot like hunt like 300 pounds after 300 pounds after 300 yes. pounds you get fucking exhausted so i was t- i was singing about it and i was like why the fuck am i so tired if yeah. i'm really only on the floor for this m-? and i was like oh because all my patients are obese yes morbidly obese with a t can't use their arms for the first time in their <laughs> life don't know how to fucking stand and it's just like that is why i'm so tired yeah i remember that one time i had I think it was like a 380 pounder, a 400 pounder and a 500 pounder. And I went to our supervisor and I was like, what the (laughs) fuck did I do to you? And she's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, look at my fucking schedule. And she's like, yeah, you have a bunch of evals. No, that's not the fucking point. Look at the goddamn kilograms of these patients. And she's like, oh, I didn't realize that. My bad. And I was like, you fucking bitch. But then the 500 pounder moved better than everybody else. Dude, isn't it crazy how sometimes you get on your list, this like yeah. 600 pound person and you're like, there's no way this no. is going to be a pain in the ass. They move better than everyone they else because really they're do. used to it. Because the first time I come in, I'm like, yo, let's be real. When the last time you walked? Stand. Have you stood? Let, have let, you walked steps? Let me, do you get to the edge of the bed by yourself? Okay. That's then. my favorite Use question. that bed where you got a, uh, uh, a hospital bed. Because what I'm not going to do, I want to have kids. You're not going to bust up my That's uterus That's my today. favorite. I'm like, so you show me how you get up at yeah. home show me that do you so do you get from the bed to the ch- like to the bathroom or what do you do you use a hoyer no okay show me how you do this because if your Prove ass it. end up on the floor i promise you i am not coming down there to get you Ooh. and especially now when we having a herniated disc every patient will fall Did I, oh, so I, I'm know saying. That, I know that's right did i tell you what not happened catching. when i first came back from vacation no oh gosh so th- i'm telling you this so you can mentally prepare oh jesus and i'm also telling the podcast this because i have talked to this man and we are fine now it was all a joke but okay <laughs> i came back from a week off that i seriously needed but yeah. when you're off for a week and you don't have to be on it and yeah. like there's there's a script you do for patients there's a personality you have when you're in the hospital for yeah. patients you know didn't have that when i was off so i come back to the hospital and you're just struggling your you brain forget is ti- everything you forget everything yeah. your brain is tired you're getting readjusted mm-hmm. to being somewhere you don't want to be for Absolutely. eight hours a day anyway i walk into this room with my pt partner to do a co-treat <laughs> and i'm just like my words aren't coming out right like i'm stuttering over my words which yeah. was weird and like it was one of those situations cirrhotic livers for me are weird because a lot when it's alcoholic cirrhosis i'm yeah. always like this sucks because you did this to yourself but also it's a shit situation yeah and true. like they don't tell you this shit's gonna happen no and you're yellow you look like spongebob and you're, i'm sorry yeah, sir you literally look like a highlighter so like you're trying to keep it light and easy but also they're dying so it's weird <laughs> you know what i mean i'm not laughing at death i'm just laughing at the way Alyssa said that. i'm just like you know and they'll ask you questions like is this normal will i get better and i'm like i don't fucking know if you stop fucking drinking yes and you can't be like well sir if you stop fucking drinking but well shit, some, some like, therapists can and some therapists do. some therapists can and do but i don't i don't know your past trauma i don't know your life Very true. and I, at this point i don't want to find that out no. i'm here to see you and figure your shit out and get out and get the hell out yep so i play the part of comedic relief all the time yeah. i'm just like let me keep it light let me keep it funny let's get the fuck out of here yeah so we get this man up and i'm trying to put his telly box in his mind you i'm straight off a seven day vacation <laughs> i've already stuttered over my words multiple times we're in the eval we're standing i'm trying to put the telly box in the pocket of his gown Mm -hmm. he goes whoa are you hitting on me i said (laughs) of all the things of all the things i said maybe don't tell my boss (laughs) he goes what i was like it's a joke sir right (laughs) he goes yeah and i'm just like what the fuck what are you talking about you psycho so i left the room because i was like get get it the fuck together get it together and so our pt of course then all these things happen well the pt gets stuck in there 
and just like historically pt doesn't give a fuck about psychosocial no we don't ot really does right. so the questions like he started asking the pt like will i get better am i supposed to look like this will i be less yellow is this something to be embarrassed about and this girl's like i mean sir i don't know it's all personal preference i guess <laughs> are you embarrassed about it it's kind of, and I was like, I can hear it happening. And I was just like, I can't even go in there and talk to this I'm man. I'm not going back in there. <laughs> yeah. Who knows what the fuck I'm going to say? Are you kidding me? And I'm going to get stuck in. We got stuck in there. Of course, as soon as we're leaving, he wants to use the damn bedside commode. It's like, OT, OT, you're on. <laughs> Literally. And I was just like, I can't be here right now doing this. See, and I don't, see, and you know what the thing is? I don't miss that. Like, the fact that I've been on vacation for almost three weeks, I have not missed a single patient interaction. And that's how I know I was so burnt out. Like, even when, and my coworker told me like one of our um, COVID patients who, you know, went up to, I think it was Chicago to get a lung transplant and amazing person. And um, she unfortunately died. And I was just like, damn, that sucks. All right. So what do I want to eat for lunch? Cause I was just like, I don't mentally, I just don't want to know any bad news right yeah. now. And then even when she told me about the, the young kid getting the lung transplant, I was like, I don't give a shit. Like, I just don't, I fucking don't care. Like, I'm not saying that I don't care what happens to this child. Like, I pray that you have a great recovery. Everything goes well for you. But I just don't fucking care about any patients right now. Like, I'm so relaxed and grateful to not have to deal with anybody else's issues. Yeah, you were definitely burnt you know, out. I was so burnt. And I'm, I think I'm still burnt out. I'm just Probably. like. Because even when I came back, I was like, you know, those patients where you can dig into their history, but yeah. like. You just don't care enough to do it. You just, my ass was back there like, well, let me call the daughter and let me call the fucking nursing no. home and let me find out what she's been doing for no. the past six months. No. So that's how I know I missed work. I didn't miss work, but I miss like co-treating and I miss sitting in the blue room and talking to my friends. I don't miss anything about it. Okay. I just don't. And we'll just I, I think, disregard the fact that I fucking work with you. But okay. Yeah. I mean, you're cool and everything. You were already over my house. We talk, you know, outside of work. So you were um, going to say we talk on the phone. No, we we just talking she and wishes voice I messages. Called her. Yeah, because you're freaking generation one, two, three, four. You don't know how to fucking talk oh, on the phone. T nine, that was rough. That was a rough time. What T nine? What the hell is that? Do you remember T nine texting? Oh yes, that oh, that god awful. Why stuff. do they call it T nine? Maybe there's, there's nine, nine keys. keys. Yeah, text Probably. nine or something. Yeah, you know it's we're so stupid. smart. But yeah, I um I just I, like I said I have two more days left on my vacation and I want to extend it depending on how much PTO I have, because I have just been, like I said, I don't really feel like I've had a real vacation just because my back was out and I was supposed to do a whole bunch of stuff. I, could, I mean, I, I was able to get my Christmas lights on a little bush, got my little unicorns and my candy cane, <laughs> then the wind came and blew that shit down. I was like, fuck it, hell. You're going to really but, hate going back to work when you realize how hard it is to get into the office because they've turned it into fucking Fort Knox. Well, I did go one day just to get something out of my email and then I saw a police officer there and I was like, hello. He was like, oh, are you here for the vaccine? Uh, fuck no. Dude, I'm just here to get something out of my email. You would think it's Disney World the way they like. Have you been to Disney World? Uh, I'm yeah, from you're Florida. from Florida. You know how like before the actual ride, they get your group into this little room or something. Yeah. And they're like, okay, you're about to go on the ride. But they give you a little spiel, whatever. And then they send you forth. Yeah. That's what the fuck the office is like. Because on the first floor, they get all the people who are going up for a vaccine together. And then they ride the elevator. to get. So like if you walk in on that, it's super fucking weird. Because oh you're not God. supposed to be down there. And like you feel like you're interrupting something. And then they all have to get in the elevator and ride up together to your floor. And yeah. then they get to go get their vaccine. Even the police officer, he was just like so what floor are you going to uh bitch i have a badge i'm my badge works to get to the third floor oh no i have the badge you in sir i don't give a damn i'm not here on vacation i don't give a shit what you do around this place i just don't like i really don't care yeah like i'm just as i said vacations are so good and i'm gonna be more intentional about next uh, this year 
like using my PTO. I'm gonna start doing what I did when I first got hired and like first got a job where as soon as I would get that PTO, I would use that shit because I PTO just- PTO is for you to use. It is. And I mean, yes, you want to conserve it because you never know what's going to happen. Just a but couple of days. Yeah. I mean, at least keep 40 hours in your bank and call it a day, you know? Yeah, a week. Yeah. That's just keep good. 40 hours in your bank. But I- um, You get more PTO than me anyway. Um, I'm about to. What does that mean? Because I turned to? five years. Oh yeah, you'll In get March. more PTO than I don't get shit at this job. I love it. Yeah, I appreciate do. it. I get paid very well. You get pizza parties. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Fuck, I forgot about that. Because pizza parties will always fix you. Forgot, employ morale. You forgot about the candy cart that comes around once every six months. That is very true, and I think it's expired candy. Also, <laughs> guess what I found out? Oh, God, what my yeah still works. Oh, awesome! So I can get in and out of the yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool beans. Well, I'm about to get my access oh, yeah, because of my to. yeah because i'm like mm -mm, mm -mm. i'm not dealing with that no 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 no. Oh, i think i'm gonna have to start parking in the other lot because i'm your stalker is still stalking you having stalker <laughs> issues oh uh. if, if you haven't heard on the last uh, few episodes Alyssa has a uh, one of the shuttle bus drivers he's a stalker to her and no. she doesn't even ride the shuttle she'll be walking to her car to the to the parking lot and to the employee parking lot and he will have people on his bus and will stop and be like get on in she's he like, will no, pull no, no. that shit the fuck over open yeah. the doors put the brake on and say get in the shuttle yeah. and i can't say i what are you supposed to do say no and it's he'll, weird he'll always tell her oh you parked somewhere different today yeah <laughs> he just oh, knows y'all he know he's dude does the most he, he knows just, my car he knows my schedule switch your car with your mom one day and see what he does <laughs> no because then he'll know both of our cars That's and i can true. never make an escape <laughs> and now i'm worried that if i park somewhere else he's gonna be like like, why are you parking over there oh, yeah. He's get super you. offended yeah i know i'm aware so He's i don't know what i'm gonna, gonna do follow you. yeah He's but follow you. i just don't know how to park in the other ones i don't want to go park over there i mean it's it sucks i just hate having to park off campus but anyway hopefully when we go into lockdown pretty soon we can get back in the garage exactly exactly so yeah we look forward to 2020 i look forward to great stuff from the face off with F fleming and fowler in 2021 um we're gonna start doing merch and all that kind of stuff more merch more fan engagement yes more of us coming through your earbuds yeah. in your cars all of those we things. might even start doing a video Watch podcast out. you didn't um, want to see our face too fucking bad it's coming at that's you that's very true we're gonna we might even do a live show yeah we just might we just might look forward to more guests yeah. on our show we were supposed to interview my brother-in-law when we he were. was here to ask him if jesus was a saint but then my back went out and i totally forgot and you then ruined i just it. yeah i did i can still do we can still do it over the phone though but yeah, yeah. we're gonna have more guests this year um we Tell look forward to you see. yeah but make sure you just engage with us continue to like comment share subscribe download tell your friends tell your mom your dad your grandparents hide your kids hide your wife tell your co-workers except for our bosses because we don't want them to know yeah please don't tell um, my supervisor i do this yeah. do i even have a supervisor we don't know i don't know i i'm self-supervised we're about that's to get the problem one. we're about to get another one that's fine anyway so yeah um <laughs> so speaking into existence is manifesting and so um yeah so thank you guys for tuning in to our very first episode of uh the, the new, new year. year happy new year everybody happy it's new gonna year. be a good one we're gonna take this great energy with us through the whole year absolutely if i start talking shit or being negative 
all bets are off. <laughs> don't bring it up. I thought you were going to say, remind me in the comments no, of what I said. No, don't remind me. Just fucking leave it. Yeah. Let me be. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you guys next Tuesday. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms, including Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at The Face Off Pod. Be sure to tune into The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler every Tuesday when new episodes are released. Thank you.